me. Well, good morning, Jack. How are you? Or afternoon? Is it in your world? Yeah, afternoon. Are you really got the COVID? Yeah, I'm not kidding. Are you? Shouldn't you be hooked up to IVs and have a pope giving you last rites and and all oh, the he people? Just left. Oh, okay. And the boomers saying, "Oh, great merciful thing in the sky, take away the boomer coof from this young poor boy." Should should there be someone yelling at the screen? Why, God, why? Oh well, my my father actually did start yelling. <laughs> he was like, "Stay away from me!" and things like that, because of course, boomers and all that, and they don't right. They don't want to get ill. Right. But my boss was like, "Well, when you when can you get back to the office?" Even though we have a nationwide critical advice of working from home as much as possible, but who cares? this is this is going to go down in history. Um, <clears throat> I kind of look at it like the fall of the Roman Empire, like when the Romans were in the middle of the collapse or the beginning of the collapse of the Roman Empire, having their birds and I'm sorry, bread and circuses. Probably they had birds too, mm-hmm. uh, where they thought this. Oh yeah, we just can never work and everything will be fine. And you know they go through uh, what's it called, the Dark Ages and the medieval era. Mm-hmm. And then you look back and, you know, you pull up some data and you find some records. You're like, well, look at these idiots. They didn't work. You know, they relied on slaves and they try to, they, exp- I mean, it, in hindsight, it's very clear what they did wrong. But while they were in the middle of it, they were so delusional and in such a uh, echo chamber of an environment, they didn't pick it up. I kind of look at it the same way, like with the United States of Western civilization. It's like, you can't just keep printing off money. Uh, you're lucky you got the world's reserve currency. You're lucky you got all the nuclear weapons. Uh, because otherwise you would have been a Venezuela or a Greece long ago. And two, three, four hundred, five, however long it's going to take, historians are going to look back and say, ladies fucking idiots. They actually believe because they were born whatever, black, female, or they believe they were a gender that doesn't exist. Or I they know. had a faith or a belief that that, that had value. You know, look look at the stupid shit they majored in. Look at what these tards majored. They came up with made-up diseases that just, oh, I'm lazy, but they called it Asperger's or autism or whatever. Look at what, and they did drugs to the legal ones because, like, half of them were depressed. Like, oh, it's because they weren't getting dick. No one was having kids. No one was having fun. Everything, everybody was fat. They're going to look back at it, and they're going to say, see how clearly and obvious this, but we can't say it because it's politically incorrect. And so, If we ever get there. It, well, no, no. This is going to be – we're going to have – the good times create the weak men and the weak men create the bad times. And we're going to have to get through the motherfucking bad times. And that you and I will be long dead by that time. And there'll be some historian named Jack Fapier. And he'll, he'll look back and say, look at these idiots. These morons were pig. You thought, you thought Nero was gluttonous. Look at how fat their poor was. <laughs> their poor were fat. They all had TVs. They didn't work. And I'll tell you, what are you, how come he closed down? Why is it the, the, the water's not running? And then they'll look back and say, look at those morons. Look at what they did. But the, I think the crown jewel is going to be this, this flu. And that's what it is. It's, it's a flu. It's a fucking flu. And they say they shut down a $75 trillion global economy for what was nothing more than a vir- virulent flu. And okay, maybe they should have 
quarantine the elderly. Perhaps it was particularly bad for the old or the frail. But look at how they tied the hands of the young and the industrious and their workers so that nobody would catch the boomer coof. And they're going to look back and say, look at those morons. No one they all deserve to die and die in poverty. Mm. Well, you're not wrong about that. And to be honest, the worst thing about it is the headache. You got a headache? Well, I had a headache like for a couple of days, but it, it's getting less. It's getting less. Was this a pulsating headache or just takes yeah, a motion? Kind of like in the eye socket, like really. Like, oh, that bad, huh? Yeah. Oh, headache, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That oh, was a headache. Why? Well, we, we better shut down the, the uh, Holland economy, the $50 billion economy you guys got going. Nobody sell tulips. Nobody sell oh, tulips man. at all. Like um, the bars, the restaurants, things like that. That's been closed for since since when was it? April. Yeah, I, something I, like I, that. Right. Something like that. I mean, it's tanking. It's tanking. Man. All the bars and clubs. It's insane. The uh, the numbers uh, do and don't lie. Um, you look at GDP. I was foolishly expecting a V shaped recovery because I assumed the slightest bit of adult. <sighs> maturity or behavior on the part oh, of like, you. I know, I know. I forget. You know who the governors are or in your case, your leaders are, do you know who they are? Boomers. Boomers. Oh mm. my God. The boomer coof. <laughs> no, all you young people stop your lives. Uh, well, that's the only thing I agree with, with uh, government intervention because, well, I'm a bit of a traditional libertarian myself. Like, okay, you fucked up. You take your own responsibility. Remember that word? Don't, mention, children? No. Don't you dare <laughs> mention that R word. Don't you dare mention that R word. But they really needed the government, like the uh, prime minister to tell the boomers work from home. And, well, if you're working with people who stand in the way of progress, you know what? Let's have some government intervention. I, that, that's the only reason. The, that is the not insignificant silver lining to this cloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I've been arguing, as you know, for 20 years that uh, working from home, telecommuting, and the Internet should have revolutionized all of our economies where we would, uh, of the many benefits you know better psychological health less pollution if you believe in that sort of thing less traffic lower transportation budgets and i'd say cheaper housing because you could convert all these commercial buildings and downtown skyscrapers into uh into lodging uh residential housing it took a fucking fake crisis and and panic to finally snap these dumbass managerial boomers like fear. It took that much. Forget progress. Forget happiness. Forget foresight and, and corporate leadership. We should just look for it. Oh, we're just so intelligent. We see things in the future. It's like, shut the fuck up with your MBA. It took a fucking uh, uh, quasi-pandemic to get these people to wake the fuck up to allow for that. And so now going forward, I think there's going to be many more benefits. Dude, there are people never going back to an office. They've become too accustomed to it. And and the bit the boomers realize, oh my God, the world didn't collapse. You could still operate for look. Did you know, Jack, that you could get work done from home? Did you know that? What? Is that possible? Can I actually start my own YouTube channel and narrate stuff from home? I don't <laughs> not have to you. go to uh, not home. you. You've tried. You've you're just not good at it, man. You just <laughs> Oh, but one one thing I I will say now I've known this for a while though, mm. um, and that is the internet has set many of us those who choose to be free, mm-hmm. where the 
I don't need per- like we could we could go behind in the olden days you had to go through the analog in the physical world <clears throat> and who owned and ran the physical world it was the boomers well now we go behind each other we go behind their back da, da, da. we go directly on the internet we deal with it so it was like the wild west where you didn't need to pay off the local boomer mafia to get boomer protection and go through the boomer channels over would boomer this and boomer that it was like hey jack you want to trade that yeah and <clears throat> that created kind of the secondary parallel economy uh for younger people and now everything everything's moving out there Um, And so now there's actual real economic growth. You can make a living here. There's enough of a population coming in, but it took a fucking crisis to get these dumbasses and some real money behind it. But now I'm, I'm, it's, it's a good thing. I'm happy for it, but it should have taken this fucking long. Uh, They still don't want to, they still don't want to like in the Netherlands. A lot of people are still being forced into the office. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because of, um, yeah, what are the reasons? Team building is one of the <laughs> biggest ones. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Those are one of the biggest reasons. Like the social aspect of it. Yeah. Like I could care less about that. Like when I have a job, I show up, do my work, and go home. Like mm. that's what that is for. That is why you have a job. Your jo- your life isn't your career? No. Oh. Piss off. <laughs> it isn't. I seriously hate people who keep saying that. I've mm. known them. I'm like Fuck it off, mate. Yeah, they're called women. (laughs) (laughs) I got an article on this one, and it's not that funny, but it's true. (laughs) It isn't that funny. Oh, by the way, that tweet you send out, Ocasio-Cortez, I'm like, please do. We're going to get to it. Yeah, we're going to get to it. Please do. Do they have – now, I think this was peak boomer, okay? This was peak boomer management. Did you guys ever have like – Corporate retreats where you went into trust exercises where you fell into your they ha- do they have that in the Netherlands or is that exclusively an American boomer affair? Let me think real quick because I do remember we had like you even uh, have people that work in the Netherlands or is it just yeah, socialism? It's, a, it's not complete socialist hellhole. Here's back. some tu- here's some tulip bulbs. America protect us from the Russians, is that, <laughs> and that's their economy. Oh, now that I know that little fact, by the way, most of my uh, leftist co-workers or whatever like as soon as they have an argument with somebody about the budget i know the numbers right now so i just bring them up it's like no 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 like well, america do you know how to, do you know how to do you know how to measure that like uh, military spending as a percent of gdp don't know that but as soon as okay. they tell me we don't spend enough on education i just take the uh, budget of the netherlands and i look at what the top three costs are and i do know that number three is education Right. So as soon as somebody brings up, we don't invest enough in education, I'm like, well, here it is. Go fuck right. yourself. Bye. Right. Well, the key thing is to convert it into GDP. So, you know, what percent of our overall production we spend on education, military, whatever else. Oh, but you should, you should be between one and a half. Because you can't compare Holland to the United States no. or China. I mean, too many people, too big, too disparate uh, numbers. So you convert mm-hmm. everything to GDP. And ever so roughly, you know, in peacetime, you should be about one and a half, two percent GDP. I think the United States is at three or four because of our perpetual <laughs> war and, and anti-terrorism stuff. And then also, let's just admit it, we protect all of Europe. And yeah. Canada, by the way, Canada. <clears throat> no offense Can- to Ryan Stone, who we love. Yeah, Canada, what, you think Canada's got a military? 
I knew they had a navy, but they got yeah, they got a navy and they got an air force. But it's a now, of course, Canada the population is a fraction of the size of the United States. But when you adjust for GDP, it's like oh, I see you took two two dribbles of urine and that was your military. <laughs> Meanwhile, we put we took a big old deuce in the United States. We got this nice military, and that's yeah, and so it subsidizes the rest. So if you compare the Netherlands, you know, military spending percent GDP. And then, you know, compare it to like NATO or whatever. I'm sure you guys got, um, you know, that, but what's going to happen when you show people who disagree with you numbers, Jack? Cognitive dissonance. Right. And they will, in other words, nothing. They won't, no. they won't believe you. No. And then you tell them to fuck off. That's what, that's, that's where you say, well, then shut the fuck up, you ignorant. Then you don't accuse them. You point out the fact they are ignorant. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're uninformed and ignorant. Mm-hmm. And that's I, it. I just tried and stop arguing with everybody about that. Really, I try. I mean, I get angry sometimes. Most of the times, I do not. But I do get angry every now and then, where it's like, "Oh my God, here we go again! More money to the poor." Well, of course, it's like, uh, that, and they've solved it now. Oh, <laughs> right. Like you said, and it's a bold statement to make. But in the Western world, do we still have real poverty if everybody no. has a television, has a roof above their head? We, we do not have poverty. Now, no. of course, there is poverty. I mean, there's always going to be poverty because there are people who fall upon genuinely hard times, disabled, mm-hmm. mentally ill. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not debating that. Uh, but the majority of, quote, poverty that we have has been caused by largely having more kids than you can afford single parenthood, broken homes, and people making bad decisions. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, and <clears throat> if we stop making bad, de- it's not like you get the kid or the full grown adult guy who has genuine mental illness or the bag lady who's yelling at clouds. All right. That <clears throat> is such a small percent of our quote unquote poor that I'm, I have no problem. Yeah. Okay. We better have some kind of safety net. <clears throat> not only for her safety, but the safety of other people. Cause that, uh, but when it's, Oh, wow, Tilly, you spat out five kids from three different dads and you majored in philosophy because all the poor people, do you know now that uh, minority women are going to school at higher rates than white males as a percentage of the population in the United States? Really? Why is that bad for minority women? Well, minority women are going to find less men there and they're going to have no. Nope. I'm talking purely economics. Forget dating or romance. And I'm being deadly serious about this. Oh, because they're majoring this stupid shit. Right. This is like, oh, look at women, minority women of all, which I will admit you you are coming from a disadvantaged background if you have to be black or Latino because you're coming from a poorer. So your money has is more important. Like you can't piss it away, Tina, the suburbanite soccer princess. Who, like, daddy pays for everything, all right? You're coming from a disadvantaged family. So it, it counts that you spend whatever money the state or you save up, more importantly, your time. Like, if you're going to go to college, by God, you better go and major in something worthwhile because you can't afford it. Tina, Tina Titsy Magoo <clears throat> from Wiseze or Edina, her dad's going to bail her out no matter what, all right? So you can't, you can't screw this up. And I just looked at women in general. I didn't look at minority women. Uh, when I pulled the data, 80% of women major in stupid shit. And so I'm sure it's something like 90% of the, you know, how many uh, Hispanic civil engineer, ma- female civil engineer majors are. I'm sure there's some, but they're certainly in the distinct minority. Mm. And so this is like, oh, look, 
all the minority women are buying housing in 2007. It's like you are buying into a bubble and you're buying a piece of shit house, by the way, on top of it. And they're like, oh my God, white men are falling so far behind. It's like, no, they're wise and hip to the jive and they're out of there. They're not buying an overpriced dot-com stock in 1999. They're not buying an overpriced McMansion in 2000. And they sure as fuck are going into debt for it. And so this, oh, yeah. this, you know, this facade, this lie, that, oh, look at this. That it, it's, it's turned up over on its head. Yeah, but it's always, it's always nice to hear that a new minority is going to, uh, going to college. And then you wonder, but what are they going to college for? And then you're like, it's, oh. It's the classic, what degree hurts uh, black America? Well, I guess any, <clears throat> I don't know if they have any in Europe because it's such a ludicrously stupid uh, degree. What degree hurts uh, black people the most? If you go to college, you're a black guy or a gal. What is the worst degree? I know this one. Um, is that black history studies? Black history, African-American studies. Where yeah, you study, where you study your, your own race. That yeah. is the, that is the most racist degree. And I mean that because it hurts you. You can get that information for free. I'm not saying don't study African history. I'm not saying African American history. <clears throat> Fine. Go, go study the history. Go study. It's free. And that, by the way, if you didn't know that degree doesn't get you a job, it prevents you from getting a job. You're like, Oh, here's a lawsuit waiting to happen. So it actually harms the people. It claims to be helping out, but who does it benefit? Jack? The institutions, the African-American studies professor who basically is the true Uncle Tom selling the poor kids that take that class down the road. So he gets the money or she gets the money. Yeah, and pretty so, much. Yeah, yeah. I pretty forgot much. what we we're talking. Oh, I want to know. Um, So do you have those trust corporate retreats like to oh, build well, no. trust and team building? Is that? Well, I do remember we had something optional in high school about that, but those were for kids who had what is that called? And I, I need to, illness. yeah, well, that's it too. But I need to translate this one. It's called um, in Dutch. It's called foul angst, which roughly translates to failure anxiety. Oh, they yeah, were scared because... of standing in front of a classroom and things like that, and they had to overcome it. And I'm like, really? You know what the biggest piece of shite is in the latest five to ten years you guys don't spend enough on education no well that too of course overly sensitive i'm not kidding we have that here it's like oh i'm overly sensitive i'm like what what just haven't been punched in the face yet oh yes indeed that like as soon as you give these people a gripe of honesty it's like oh that hurts me i'm just overly sensitive no you've never heard the truth you uneducated dits piss off speaking well okay so you don't have it thank god it's creepy it's i don't know if it's even a thing anymore in corporate america but that's going away I, I, I'm looking very forward to the next 10 years, at least in terms of the labor market, to see if we even commute anymore. Because um, I'll tell you this, there's a group of people that are never going back. Nope. Especially as we get younger, where as when we can pick on younger people. We do that because – why do we pick on younger people, Jack? Because they majored in stupid shit. Okay, but why – why do I slant? Why do I take the millennials? I hoist them on their petard and I show them to Gen Zers. <laughs> do so I hate the Gen? Learn. So they learn. 
So they don't end up like their older millennial siblings living at home at 30, asking for a bailout with their hot hair dyed green and all fat and overweight and not getting laid. I said, do you want to become that? That's what it is. So I do not hate the Gen Zers. Millennials, they're starting to get boomer territory. They're really starting to like, hey, here's a gun for the boomers. Here's a gun for the millennials. Why don't you two duke it out? Oh, darn, the communists and the Nazis fighting each other. What will we ever do? More guns, more guns, more guns, more guns. I feel offended by that. Uh, Don't worry, you're not part. I will make you an honorary member of Gen X. Wow, you actually have that. Didn't you see the video where I dressed up like the Pope? No, uh, I've seen the pictures. Yeah, I, I did a, a blessing. This kid wanted to be promoted out of the millennial generation into Gen X. And so I got my stupid robe and I went to Michael's <laughs> Fabrics. I got a dumb Pope hat. I got this big chain. I put the X on it. And I, I had a, a scroll. I even got a scroll and I wrote bullshit. I'm like, I was having and, uh, uh, and I, King of Gen X, what the fuck I called myself, hereby decree you an official member of Gen X. Yeah, we still need to do him, that. Yeah, I even sent him up a certificate in the mail. So he got a certificate really? in the mail. Yeah, yeah. What, when am I receiving that that horrible? You have to go through the. You have to go through the process. We have to have the music. No, 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 no. The, I mean the other what? one. You uh, you send something over again. Oh, uh, I sent that in. I I can't tell you what that. It's a surprise, Jack. No, when. When I sent that like two, three days ago. Oh, it's probably so it's in the mail, probably. Yeah, it's probably it's taking its time. And I know <clears throat> this may shock you, Jack. I didn't send it Air Express because I'm cheap. I'm like, what's the cheapest fucking cheap? Oh, the swimming turtle? Here, tape it on the back of the swimming turtle. And it gets to like slowly crawl this way. The postal turtle. What is that? Two cents? There you go. You'll get it in 2027 when Atham graduates. If if yes if he will he will um shit i was going somewhere with something but oh i did want to say i'm very i have to compliment you jack uh me right because what did i do you did something for that that the masculine i'll pick on the masculine geeks but this goes to everybody let's say i go to vince or tj or herb all right Mm. or i go to anybody else i say hey you want to do x What's the first question I get? <laughs> when? When? I'm like, I don't know, 15 minutes? Then what happens? Excuses why they can't make it. Not re- lecturing, be- berating. Oh, my God, Calary, we're not all bad at that. It's like I said, it's like I went to Vince. Now, this is just to pick on Vince, but let's just pick on Vince because we like picking on Vince. Vince. What do you do? You want to want a podcast? He's like, yeah, when? I say, how about 30 minutes? Jesus Christ. Da, da, da. It's like I went up to Vince. I'm like, Vince, you got a daughter? He's like, yeah. Can I fuck her? Da, da, da. It's, it's the equivalent of fence and umbrage. How dare you invite in, in 30 minutes time? Da, da, da. And I, I was very happy that it's, it's, you know what it's like, Jack? No, not really. It's like we're kids again. Well, when that's you good. Call, hey, Jack. You want to go ride around on the bikes? And you pick up the phone like, yeah, when? Like, how about five minutes? Okay, I'll be over. That was, it's like that. We could do that. Except the Germans took your bike, so you got to go back to Germany. But I just, I was like, holy shit, this is the one thing. I woke up this morning to bullshit. Already (laughs) like bullshit. I woke up not even getting out of my fucking bed. I reach over, grab the phone. What's I didn't even see what 
happen today. I don't care about the election. <clears throat> and already I'm like, oh, bullshit. And so this was this breath of fresh air on, hey, do you want it? And like, yeah, I'm like, oh, wow, it worked. The one thing today that were uh, the five things that went wrong, one thing went right. Of so, all things, I went right. Mm-hmm. I just I'm not to, as bad as you say I am. No, apparently. you're not. You're not. I, I wanted to compliment you that you were able to, one, do this, and two, not take offense as if I was asking to bang your little daughter or something like that, okay? <laughs> I was just, uh, I was very impressed. Um, I don't know. I do have a topic here. Um, I'm never doing your audio again. That let's let's be straight about. No, you're that. not. No, you're not doing my audio. We could do short audio, or if you learn how to use a, a dictionary, sure, you can do it. <laughs> the short ones fine, but the bigger ones, no, 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 no. No, you're not doing the big ones. You just need to learn the thing. Uh, you know, let's talk about dumb women. Uh, wow. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> oh wow! Seriously, by the way, so what? I had uh, so I had that new plate number thirty-two. That's how oh, I yes. differentiate from them right now. Numbers wow, like, man, what? 32. Wow, oh, what's it I feel know. like, man? Uh, but, uh, this one was pretty nice. But okay, like Watson sometimes asks me, he's like, what's her name? And then that moment of silence, like, uh, and then he, we look at each other like, yeah, we know, we know. You don't remember, do you? No, not really. <laughs> Let me grab my phone real quick. Oh, that's her name. <laughs> You're doing but, good then. I, I can't remember more than five. To be honest, I can't remember more than five. If I go back through all of them, no, I like I You know who they become? I, numbers. Well, numbers, but they become that girl. Oh, and that girl and the other girl. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I remember that girl. Like that's that's all it is. The prefix to girl. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah. Pretty much. But like for sure that I can name the first twenty by name. No, fifteen mm-hmm. by name. <laughs> Sorry. After that, it becomes a bit hazy. It's like that one, the one who did that, the one who was absolutely the one I, the one I took to the movie that night. Right? Oh, I took her to to the to the hot dog shop. Yeah, there was the hot dog shop girl, and then you kind of take them to the movie. Whatever, whatever. get on my level. Take them to the Aldi. <laughs> hey, guess what, Jack? Hmm. You're we're rich. Judd donated two bucks. Look at that, huh? I don't want you spending it all in one place. All right. No, 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 no. Okay. Won't Judd, buy gumbos. Judd Grover, Wuhan positive. Does this mean that Jack is Batman? Hmm. I don't Could get be. it. Me neither. You got any of the Batman Legos? Because I know you like the pirate ships, but did you ever get no, into like Batman Lego no, or I've never really gotten into the Batman Legos? I've seen them and they've released the 1989. Yeah, that's with uh, Michael Keaton, right? Michael Keaton, yeah, probably yeah, the best one. They released one. the Batmobile of that and the Batwing of those movies mm. out of Lego. They're huge, but not really up my alley. Is it is Batman huge in Netherlands too? Mm. Eh. 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 Okay. Like, everybody's seen the Dark Knight, but it's not it's not as in the states where it's like, oh, Batman. Yeah. 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 No, he, it's pretty much a, a pillar within our cultural community. I'd, I, I'd say, I, I just was kind of, I'm like, here's a guy who runs around at tights at night and probably has some mental illness. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's going to sell well overseas. Yeah. yeah that'll... <clears throat> um, all right. Uh, I, this is good news. I see. I'm trying to get good news because this morning I woke up and it's been nothing but bad news. I have an, I have a tremendous amount of work to do. I have to, finish this book 
And then, oh, by the way, I have to find another place to live outside the United States in place this case place goes, you know, totally commie. I, I thought I had passed the finish line, you know, paying off the house. And now, okay, I can. And it's just, it just angers me to no end that there are very few countries that could keep their fucking shit and act together. Like, hey, if we don't guarantee people are allowed to keep their property, you know, like that, that <clears throat> we aren't going to tax it from them in the future at some point in time. Uh, they're always going to be a little, it, you, like, you can't stop. You just, there's no retirement. You just have to constantly keep going. And, and, and it's, it's like, okay, we got this. Oh, now we have to keep moving. You have to keep going, keep retreating, keep trying to fight. Like the work never fucking ends. So I'm, I'm really fucking angry. Then I got to write this book, which is my goal, you know, or my, my tool by which I'm going to achieve all these things and many other things. Got to build a house. And then all the piddly little fucking shit that adds up. Mm. like groceries and, and uh, so <clears throat> i was happy oh laugh as you want it's true it's just like yesterday you know how many hours i got to write in my book three two because ah. i had a i can't even remember what it was but it was shit like oh i gotta upload this youtube thing i do the pot i gotta it it's it, so i'm in a, you're like handicapped like all this mundane bullshit I know. Oh, I have a strange example about that. Like, you know, when everything is going right, mm-hmm. just every, the big things are going right. Mm-hmm. And you kind of want to treat yourself on something. Mm-hmm. You have these, you have this specific thing in mind and you put out a date. You're like, okay, that's the day. That's the hour. I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. So here in the Netherlands, we have the, you have them too, by the way, at Subway, these white chocolate macadamia biscuits, the soft ones. You know, okay. them, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the Lidl has them as well. This uh, the cheaper grocery store, but they're a bit bigger than at Subways. So I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna cheat on my diet for four weeks. Not gonna happen. Wow. Okay. No, hold on. And on that Friday, that's when I'm gonna get them. I will enjoy them. I looked forward to that the entire week. Like everything went well. Podcasting, you name it, work, everything went well. I went to the Lidl. Guess what? They're out. They're out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't even. You got the. <laughs> can I not have this one tiny thing? Nope. It's it, it's uh, and that's what gets you down. It's the grains of sand in the engine. Where yeah. went out to dinner. And uh, I did a lot of work yesterday. You know, I and not just regular typey type work. You know, not this this lame ass work it was like oh i changed oil i did some other stuff and and uh so i i, I got a new video game i'll play my video game. i put it in doesn't work so i just I, it's used i paid 10 bucks for it but it's still the time i had to go to the GameStop to get it it doesn't work i'm like all right that's fine go to dinner guess what kid crying in the background and it's just this these little cuts thousands of little cuts death by a thousand cuts and then i get home and i wonder why i'm so angry and pissed off all the time and then, oh, by the way, you still got to write that damn book. Or you still got to this interview. You still got to do this thing. You still got to have thing. <clears throat> and then I got, we're going to go through it. We got, would you like to do some asshole consulting today? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. We'll do that. But just so you know, not all the questions I get are cool or well-scripted. You know, then I get in, I wake up in the morning. I find this, you know, I wake up, get my coffee. I look at what, what, what's, oh, what shit do I have? And I'm already... My my brain is already raped by somebody who did voice to text. 
Oh. And there's misspellings and the wrong. You thought you did a bad job reading? Holy shit, this guy can't write. It wasn't that bad. I keep saying it wasn't that bad. No, it was good. Except for like some, you know, like all it takes is six words, and the people are like, <laughs> "What the fuck is that?" <clears throat> but anyway, so uh, I was just going through it, and, and I'm just like getting angry and angry. It's like I've been up 15 minutes. I know. Oh, I had that a while back with my coffee machine. Like, yeah. I have a filter coffee thing. Like mm-hmm. first thing I do when I wake up, like, I have this uh, this uh, socket for electricity. I put that one on, and I put the coffee machine on. Mm-hmm. So one morning I wake up, I do that, put the coffee machine on, go downstairs, make breakfast, come back, no coffee. Apparently, it was broken. Like new coffee machine? No, 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 old one. Oh, old one. Okay, I got a new one for fifteen bucks. <clears throat> that's good. That's yeah, good. No, but seriously, like you want to start your morning, you have a yeah, routine, see, You've got everything now, in place. Now you got to go get a new fucking coffee machine. Ours just broke down. We're getting a new one in the mail today by this by the postal delivery turtle. You know, he's taking his time. <laughs> because you're cheap. Slow but sure, he'll get here. He'll get here one of these days. But yeah, and it and it's. I don't think the average person, uh, the average person just wants to tread water. They don't want to excel. They want to progress. They don't want to advance. And I've said it before. You cannot get ahead on a 40-hour work week. You have to work up enough money to survive, pay for your food, clothing, and shelter. But then you need to work more, have a side hustle or something. You have to go above and beyond then to get the extra money to pay down your debts, get out of debt, pay down your house, all this other stuff. And when you start to do that, it, it's no different than an engine. You need a very viscous oil, a very high quality oil. There cannot be any friction. And just small piddly shit like that just taxes the ever living. Because like, yeah, if I was a normie conforming in fear, doing my 40 hours a week. Oh, you know, I get back and I'm perfectly okay watching TV for the remaining four hours before I go to bed. Oh, I guess I could go down to the Walmart and get a, get a coffee thing. But it's like, no, I got, I got to get. Not only do I got to get this house built, I also got to get enough money overseas now and save up enough money so that no matter what happens, I'm not starving. I'm not worried about like everyone confiscating or getting herded into a cattle car. Did you check your crypto, by the way, if you want some good news? <laughs> what happened to crypto? No, I haven't. Is it up? Whoa. What happened Whoa. to Bitcoin? Oh, go look. Go look. Hang on. Let's take a look. Ooh, you're going to like that. I'm going to like, okay. Because that was one of my, of the many seeds I, I threw out. Whoa, <clears throat> one month. It's up uh, almost 50%. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Do you know what crypto really is, Jack? A fuck you to the government. Yes, it's called capital flight. Mm. And every time something looks a little bad in a particular country, those people go and buy up cryptocurrency. Because India cracks down on gold or silver exchanges, uh, Venezuela decides that nobody owns anything anymore. Uh, it, I think that is going to be the conduit by which a lot of capital flight occurs. And um, <clears throat> I'm glad I saved some, some Bitcoin. I'm very glad I saved some Yeah, Bitcoin. me too. Very but, glad. Um, yep, yep. So that is good news. Um, all right, let's go into some good news here. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez says she's thought about freezing her eggs. We have to make these choices that men simply don't have to make. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> this is one of those knock yourself out. 
<laughs> oh man, you go it. But have you seen our boyfriend? Like, if I was dating He's, a guy like that, I wouldn't I, want. I, I have seen it, but this is such good news that the fact it's the woe is us, we're not men, doesn't even phase me. It doesn't bother me because it is so proof positive that this girl in particular, who I think is a particularly vile and evil and parasitic woman, um, it's it's here, it's this. Yeah. She's going to be, she's, I don't care how much bravado or how much she goes in, you know, man, deep down inside, she's like, because that's 2 million years of human evolution and genetics just screaming at her. Mm-hmm. And if she wants to go ahead and get the eggs frozen, by God, and she wants to empower women to do so, by God, all you women go do it. I'm very happy. Go. Yeah, please do. Like, do you think, because it, it made me wonder a while back because I saw these raging feminists demonstrating in the streets again about abortion and things like that and doing weird things. And I'm like, what if we grant all of them abortion? Like, right. will they be outbred? No, no, I'll, I'll explain this again. I'm surprised I have to explain this uh, because I thought everyone kind of on my team knew, but that's right. You're new. You're all 14 years old and you just hit puberty. <laughs> and your argument was education, right? Yeah. Liberals are not born. Leftists are not born. They are made. A little kid comes out, just wants to play with toys and be itself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even if feminists do not breed, uh, the kids will grow up it'll almost be the opposite i'd say it's almost like religion if you're brought up under a, a pastor or a feminist you'll become the opposite in, re, in uh, revolution or uh, retaliation uh but you the kids are made the liberals are made while they're in kindergarten through college that's where they're made um so it doesn't matter whether feminists breed or not it doesn't matter who breeds or not, it's if everyone goes to college or everyone goes to school, they will be indoctrinated into becoming leftists. Mm. So it's not like, oh, the leftists are going to out uh, not breed anymore. That has It's not genetic. It's not passed along genetically. Okay. So like only the kids who go into either STEM or the trades will... Not even... The trades maybe because that's real work, but oh, even, yeah. even STEM, I mean, I've, I've seen bits and pieces. Now, this is to say it's all people, but to give you some anecdotal evidence to show you, it doesn't matter if you major in STEM, but Silicon Valley, all those software engineers, dudes, right? Guess how they vote? All Democrat. All Democrat, right. Um, our Ashkenazi Jewish agent in the field sent us a request. He's in San Francisco. He, he ran into a, a medical doctor, real doctor, not PhD in psychology or sociology, like a real medical doctor, very intelligent woman. And she's rat, like, oh, we got to make up for 400 years of oppression. Um, that, that's another example of STEM, incredibly intelligent, but she swallowed the Kool-Aid hole. And then if you go online, well, I'll give you even two more instances. Um, feminist doctors, there's a Twitter feed or hashtag or something like a group called feminist doctors. What do you think they put more value on Jack? The fact they're feminists or the fact they're fucking medical doctors. I think their ideology. They're what? Their ideology. Like oh yes, yeah, yeah. It they they're all about feminism, and oh, maybe we're doctors too. I'm like Jack. Let's say I was a polo player and I was an astronaut. What do you think I'm going to tell you about polo player? No, <laughs> <laughs> or I'm a I'm a, a mean uh, shot, mate. I'm an Austrian uh, libertarian, an Austrian economist libertarian, or I'm an F-15 fighter pilot. What do you think I'm going to tell you about a fighter pilot? 
Yeah, I'm the fighter pilot, but man, they all, this amazing amount of effort, this incredible amount of intelligence and brilliance, and they focus on a fucking belief, a choice that took no calories of energy. And then also women in STEM, uh, you're like, yeah, women in STEM. You know what it sadly is? It's not about women in STEM and technology and advancing their career and the contributions they could make. It's about their fucking vagina. It's about feminism. It's like, like, does it have to taint everything? Must it infect and disease-ridden everything? I think it does. And I mean, I know you don't care about the elections, and I'll keep this short. Mm-hmm. I, no. saw, I saw a small thing coming by that now a certain court has all women. And okay. instead of them praising, like, these are well-established politicians and they've done a lot. No, it's judges. Just, no. It's just, it's all women. Yeah. And I don't know right. the exact thing, what it was anymore, but it was just like, oh, now it's all women. It's like, okay, but what? Why? I, why does this matter? Why should we encourage, if we really wanted to hurt them, why would we encourage it? Or if we don't really care, why should we just let it go and ignore it? Why should we not care about Ocasio-Cortez if she gets her eggs frozen? Or if she convinces hundreds, well, not hundreds, tens of millions of American young women to get their eggs frozen? Why should we at at least not be concerned, or if we wanted to be malicious, we'd encourage this? Because they will never be happy. It will ruin their lives. They will it, never be happy. It, it, it is. It is. It will turn them. Is Hillary Clinton happy? I mean, have <laughs> you ever actually thought about that? I mean, keep that, like, give that a thought experiment for about five right. minutes, and you will realize how miserable. Right. That woman is. I mean, how much do you think she raised her own daughter? Why the no, hell? Did nine, you think, nine, no, no. Why do you think Bill cheated? What? Duh. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, okay, let's be serious. I mean, what's, what's one of the few fun things I have in my life? And, and, and I'll give you a hint. If they behave well, it's, it's endearing and wonderfully fun. Lucifer and Geronimo. Lucifer and Geronimo. Okay, I could spend time with my little. Well, you saw the picture. I sent it at the, oh, the, the trick or treating. One sonked out, and the other one's like, "Eh, you know." That like, was a, that was so adorable. Yeah. Now, not to get all soft on you people, do you think I would give a shit if I was a senator versus <laughs> hanging out with Lucifer or Gerardo? Well, fuck, you gotta go be a senator. I gotta deal with politics. All these assholes. All these dickheads. I like. Oh, hey, for five dollars, dude. Everyone loved them at the bar. We went on adventure. We took them. I took them on adventure. <laughs> and, and you know where adventure is? The ice cream store. And anywhere. You could go anywhere there's adventure. So I take them to the local bar and we sit them up. Da, 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 and they got kitty cocktails with maraschino cherries and ice cream. And not or and ice cream. And they loved it and everybody loved them. And with that, da, 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 da. dude. Oh, and then you got Ocasio Cortez. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I got to do this. And I got to this. Like, and, and and then these doctors, you know, who got their doctorate and oh my god, I'm a feminist doctor, a feminist engineer, oh women in STEM. Just just please, by all yes, keep paying taxes, keep working hard and forking over 60% of your income. And so uh yeah, so this is good news. Let's let's just read through the the stupidity. Uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez is in her prime politically, but at age 31, she's also facing the reality of having to balance her political ambitions with a desire to have a family. It's interesting how they admit that there might be menopause. 
Well, I'm how they phrase like, it exactly? She is in well, her height of political, but thirty-one. Like, hmm. hmm. Well, it's, you know why? Because nature is sexist. Um, I'm sitting here. <laughs> I'm like, do I freeze my eggs? Can I afford to do that? AOC in an interview with Vanity Fair. My orthodontist was telling me about how she was doing IVF. There you go. There's another example. The orthodontist. Am I am I impressed if you're an orthodontist? Well, that to be honest, I thought that was weird. Like the orthodontist is the teeth guy, right? They're just <clears> – <throat> I think she was just having a conversation with someone who happened to be her dentist. Her dentist is conveying that oh, she okay. was doing in vitro fertilization. And I and I'm like asking her what her experience is like. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, this year the congresswoman got a dog to force myself to not live and breathe work. See, she's working. <laughs> Just let it happen, guys. Just let it happen. Poor dog. Uh, well, no, the dog's probably fine, but I'm just like, wow, shocked. A 31 year old woman got a dog because she's lonely. Oh, whoa. <sighs> what? But she said that she knows that is not the right time for a baby, despite having Congresswoman Tammy Duckworth, the first woman to give birth in office, to look up to. A woman bred. Okay. It's important for us to talk about it because women, we have to make these choices men simply don't have to make, she said. Women's fertility. Did you know that women's fertility starts to decline around the age of 30? Did you know that, Jack? I actually did. I'm surprised this is even mentioned here. Uh, and this decline is steep after the age of 35, according to the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. This often leaves women trying to balance their desires for a career and a family. Because of that, more people are freezing their eggs, a process known as oocyte crypto preservation. Younger eggs are generally healthier, more plentiful, making it easier to get pregnant and deliver a healthy baby. Conception gets harder as women age, and the genetic conditions like Down syndrome become more common. <clears throat> Ba-da-ba-da-ba. Um, Egg freezing. Here's the now. This is when I did the research for this book, mm-hmm. uh, talking to young Gen Z women, not millennial women, because but Gen Z, it's too late for millennial women. Egg freezing was ten times more common in 2018 than in 2009. So in nine years, it went up a thousandfold. <laughs> and the pandemic may have further accelerated the trend. James Griefo, program director, and you lay gone. Prelude fraternity center told Yahoo that egg freezing increased 41% in June to September of in, in a quarter, it went up 41% compared to the same period. In yeah, how effective do to do? I don't care. I've gone through the numbers cost of freezing eggs. We're going to pay for this, by the way, you know, that's going to happen. 6,000 to 10,000 for the procedure. Another 600 a year to have your eggs frozen and stored. I also know that, um, uh, over time, sperm stays better than eggs. Eggs have like a shelf life of three to four years and it, and it goes down. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's not the end all be all answer. Like there were stories about women like, but I gave like five eggs. Well, they're all dead. <gasps> like they didn't, like a lot don't even survive the defrosting de- or uh, whatever process. But, but, but. We need to invest more into education. We need to invest more into education. The Absolutely. solution to the Jack, you know what the solution to this all is, Jack? Investing in education. More education. More education. More education. More. I still like my my most brilliantly devised torpedo. Operation runs, Eagle? No. Well, no, that's nuclear war. That's, that's, <laughs> that's full-blown nuclear war. This is just a very simple little stealthy torpedo I, I developed. It cannot be detected. 
it will sink all the battleships in the world. It's what if all the men got vasectomies? This wouldn't be a discussion. All the power would be given to men. All this, it's my body, my choice. It's like, yeah, you're right. It's my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the new world. Oh, would you like some spray? You would, you would. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, now there's a extraction procedure we have to go through. So we can't have kids unless I, I decide we really, really want to. Mm-hmm. And, it'd be like, and I'm just curious what that would do Forget forget the power dynamics. I don't care about the struggle. I don't like using kids as footballs. What would that do to all these gals worrying about in vitro fertilization and egg freezing and all these feminists that want to have the right to abortion? It's like, well, we've taken it off the table. Now shut up and go away. Like, what would they do? What would they complain about? Oh, they'll find something. Like, <laughs> oh, I know. Patriarchy about birth control or something right. like that. Something Women like are oppressed in birth. Right. Well, it, it's just, you know, I'm sure they'd be making a mad dash for the sperm bank is what would happen and maybe that's it maybe they go after the guys who donated to the sperm bank like well see i know he signed it we did it but we but i i just think i would like to see it in my lifetime where the majority of men get vasectomies uh like you know 16 and this is all done we're done talking about it there's no more arguing we don't waste billions of human hours reading articles as stupid as this and we just we just get on with our lives i just Mm -hmm. So it's that. the same uh, as Emma Watson, right? What was she again? A uh, voluntary single or something like that. I, I mean, she was she was one of the most sought after women for a while when she was at her peak. Emma, Emma Watson. Watson. How old yeah. is she? Now she's thirty. <clears throat> she's thirty. She's thirty. Oh, 30. 30. Okay. I I don't know. I've. I mean, when she was in her twenties. She looked great. Mm-hmm. I mean, a bit small on the on the breasticles, but she's still an attractive young gal. Mm. But do you think? Uh, look, it's not like she's pining to find some guy, Jack. These girls are not pining to find somebody. They are addicted to their career and the propaganda they received and their politics. This is, and I'm just merely like, yes, please go, go. And on top of it, most of them are atheists that, you know, laugh and mock people that believe in a God or an afterlife, which makes it even more tragic because it's like, well, shouldn't this really count then? Can you be so flippant and nonchalant with your youth? And it's kind of like, oh, I guess I, it's just Chad's right. Uh, and I think TJ is also right. And I underestimate there is such a monstrous tidal wave of spinsterhood coming our way. <laughs> and it is going to be the greatest show on earth. Forget whatever Hugh Jackman starred in. Okay, this is going to put that movie to shame. This is going to be, and it's already kind of have this. <clears throat> we're right. We, we're past the Shire now. Okay, this movie is starting to. All of a sudden, there's like little hints and things. Something's not right in the Shire. Also, Ocasio Cortez has like there's there's something amiss. Something's wrong. And and uh, and it's not like the Green Shire. We don't know. Oh, no, it's going to get real bad pretty soon. Not for us. No. Not for us. We're going to have a feed up. And and what's great is they're not even aware of it. I know, right? They're, That's they're the com- worst. Like, I talked to some of these It's not the worst. Use the right word. It's the best part of it. Well, that's kind of true. 
That is okay. kind of true. Like I talk to these girls and they're like 21, 22 ish. And then they tell me about all their, how they think about the world and blah, blah, blah. And I just sit there with a, with a shitting grin, like go ahead, go ahead. Hi, oh, what do you have? And I just look at them with a shitting grin and tell them something you will never have. Oh, what's that? Oh, you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sit and wait, man. Just sit just and wait. Just wait. Just wait. I mean, so, sometimes I doubt. It's like, well, you're 30, and it's like, will it will it really get much better? But then it's like, well, I still got 10 years, and I didn't make a lot out of my 20s for what I had to go through. So yeah. you know what? If we can keep this up, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be oh, along the along the lines with sanity. I think knowledge. You know, I don't think anyone ever got what we wanted because what we wanted was never on the table and we were mispropagandized into thinking what we wanted is what we want. You know, I want to make money and become a banker and retire early. That didn't happen. <clears throat> but as I get older and, you know, money really doesn't matter that much. You, you don't need that much. As you know, you're a minimalist as well. What I'm really starting to appreciate is things like sanity, mental health, but above all else, the knowledge. Like flying at AWAC level, which if you didn't know is a military plane that the United States uses to protect all you Europeans so you don't have to spend oh, your precious tech. You can spend your money on education. Uh, but you got this like bird's eye view. You are so high up and you could see everything happening, but the, the, the little ants on the ground don't know what they're doing. And I think that knowledge is uh, very key to a high standard of living and kind of a post- uh, uh, materialistic world or a post-materialistic society. Like once you don't care about the fancy stuff, it is just knowing why things are happening and be able to predict what's going to happen that I really enjoy. And and it's the, the lack of concern or angst or and like I can see a lot of guys and a lot of gals like, no, you got to have kids. Right, 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 right. And it's just like the you know, same thing with the election. Like just nah, I don't care. I, I'm not going to be subjected to a political election. I'm going to take action and respond to a political election and then move forward. But it's having that knowledge, like of all the people that said, well, I shouldn't hope the economy gets better sometime. You know, like I hope Barack Obama closes the, the racial inequality gaps. It's like, well, that where that hope get all of you. And so it's just, it's nice. And I won't lie. There's a bit of sadism and enjoying other people's pain and suffering because of their arrogance and cockiness like all those 21 22 year old girls i bet you they know everything right they're real confident in what they know right they will achieve world peace i'm not kidding one of them said that i'm like <laughs> if they think that i'm cheering on muhammad i'm <laughs> cheering on i am i'm like you know what let's cheer on the russians let's cheer on muhammad let's cheer on the chinese you know maybe i'll even supply them with arms you know like i'd be like no nope. Team Islam, let's go. I want I want crushing reality to come Inshallah, down on you. motherfuckers. Let's yeah, go. Let's go. I, you know, I, I was against you guys when you flew a plane into the building, but now I'm stuck. At least I understand. I, I kind of see now. I kind of see now. It's just, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, five bucks from SR Kid 12. Fire that torpedo, buddy. Operation Evil all the way. Um, well, that, that wouldn't be Operation Evil because uh, that, that would be um, telling the truth. Look, if, I'm not kidding. If all men got vasectomies, we would end the vast majority of – we would eliminate all eliminatable poverty. We would. Oh, and, my God. Yeah. And I want to point out – I'm being deadly serious about this for everyone listening. Of course, no one listens. That makes me the best economist probably that's ever lived. Not shitting you. 
All right, all you you fucking fraud sitting there in academia, oh, microeconomic analysis, how do we make decisions? Oh, I, I just solved poverty for you. The difference between me and all these other economists is I'm bold enough to do that and say, hey, you want to eliminate poverty? Let's have all men get vasectomies, and that way only children that really are, the parents want to be born will be born, and we're solved, done. Thank you, everybody. Now give me the Nobel Prize in economics, and I'll see you guys later. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, I said that to somebody as well, like maybe – People should just stop having kids. They can't afford. Oh, so having kids is just for the rich. I'm like, <sighs> yeah, but but see, this is again. Are you gonna? Are you ever gonna rationalize that out of them, Jack? No. You know who might? No idea. Or what might? Already. A, a visit from the truck of peace. Oh. I'm just thinking. <laughs> Yeah, I used to be a Green Bay Packers fan. Maybe now I'm a Bears fan. <laughs> I I can't. The arrogance and the uh, intellectual dishonesty and the intellectual cowardice of oh, you want to be yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to convince you because you obviously are going to subscribe to a lie in your feelings and emotions. And the only thing to quote John Steele, the the final arbiter of all disagreements is what? No idea. Oh, come on. This is the only thing he's known for. I don't know. The final arbiter of all disagreements is violence. Oh. And I'm kind of like, maybe we ought to introduce a little bit of violence. Not me, because I don't want to go to jail, but maybe Ahmed might know where there'd be some violence. <laughs> he probably maybe, knows some guys. Maybe Abdul <laughs> might have an opinion. And then when they come in there and it's like, ah, I'm like, Yay, Abdul. Just don't kill me. Hey, I'm rooting for you. I have nothing <clears throat> to describe. No, but no. I, if you want to talk about people who have kids they can't afford, I mean, they are a pretty big demographic of doing that, It's It's nearly half the people can't afford kids. Half these kids shouldn't be born. Oh, um, remember the well, story sure, I told you? 40% of the kids are born out of wedlock, so there's there's a starting point. <sighs> but I'm sorry, continue on. Remember the story I told you about the uh, – the guy. Oh, one time you questioned your sexuality and you thought maybe you were homosexual. And I said, that's okay, Jack. I'm proud of you. We're going to love you anyway. We respect that brain. Not whose dick you want to suck. That, that story? No, not oh, that oh, one. Oh, okay. I you were curiously erotically aroused by uh, by TJ Martinell because you two are the younger guys. And maybe your dream was to go and lather each other up in oil at a gay nightclub. Was that the story? No, no that stop, wasn't the story. Stop, oh, okay. stop trying to couple us. It's not going to happen. <laughs> No, but about the guy who married his uh, girlfriend too quick, or actually the other way around, she wanted to get married. Had kids, he's unhappy in his job, so he quit his job. He didn't even get fired. No, he quit, and they got a dog while they live in a small house. It's like, really? Really, people? So what does does the Netherlands uh, state just kick in some money, like a UBI check or what? Oh, not yet, not yet. What I've heard is uh, she works for her parents now, and uh, well, her dad is uh, is catching them. He's catching. Yeah. Oh, oh, but are they strong, independent? Don't need no man, fish, bicycle type people. Uh, she kind of. She's bloody annoying, but okay. Luckily, I don't see them that often, and especially now, it's like, don't, don't put me near these people. It will go wrong. It will go horribly bad. Was this the one where like the wife got really in great shape after having kids? Is that the one no. or is that a different one? 
That's a different one. Okay, no, so that's a different those one. Two are great. Oh no, absolutely. They're smart, educated. The kid is great. Uh, I mean, he's got a good job. She is working part time sometimes, as long as the kid is being taken care of. Right. Kid is not being dumped in daycare. Wait, She's wait, what? Wait, what? Run the as long as the kid is taken care of. I know. They're Explain that. To, I'm confused. We take. They take care of the kid first, mm-hmm. and then they think about themselves. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a weird country you got going on there, Chad. Those are weird people. Oh, they, these are one in a million. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's like <laughs> Don't worry. Unicorn. It's like a unicorn couple. I'm like, oh, wow. Well, there's one. Protected at all costs. Don't let it get hurt. All right, Judd Grover, you forgot attention, Cappy. Huamans love the attention. Um, I don't know how that applies to Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, I guess, I mean, I'm not saying she doesn't want attention. Uh, Why the hell do you think she's into politics? Why are all women in politics? She, uh, no, that has not, no I'll, I'll, disagree, I'll disagree with you there. It has nothing to do with attention. It's, it's free money. Oh, That's that. what it is. If you look at, if you look at Ocasio-Cortez, uh, she has never worked a day in her life. She did work as a bartender that one time for six months, but <clears throat> after college, she like got government grants to write children's books and all this dopey ass shit. And she went right into politics. It, it's just to avoid, and it's ego satisfaction. Like, oh, now she's a leader. Now, of course, she gets all the she gets an att- attention fix with all the media coverage. Um, but she did not get into politics because of attention. She got into it, so she did. Same thing with Ilian Omar. Uh, it was a job for her. And uh, she didn't want to work a real job. Her dad worked a real job. Her dad drove drove taxi the entire time, but nothing's too good for daddy's little princess. Hmm. Noah Korea, eleven dollars, ten ninety nine, part of the ten ninety nine superior race. Hey, Clary, I've been thankful for your videos, especially when it comes to life improvement and being smart with my money. Been a godsend during lockdown. Keep up the good work. Well, thanks, Noah. I gotta share that with you, Jack. Damn it! Damn it! And Swulon Blue for two bucks says nothing, which is fine. Judd Grover again for two bucks. Jack Napier in Modern Life, John would ship more naturally. What? Oh, no, 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 no. What? No, he means Yowie. Yowie? What's that? Don't look that up. Don't. Do I want? Is this like tentacle porn? And then the guys over at the the no, backlog no, no. scared the hell out of me. It's not tentacle porn. Yaoi is a. I don't. I. God damn it, Judd. Well, spit it out for God's sake. It is. Uh, you know the erotic, uh, the animation of the Japanese, right? Yes. Well, Yaoi is cartoon porn. We could say yes. Okay, yeah. I'm aware of it. Well, yes. Yaoi is the gay variation. Of ah, okay. All right. Not with NLB. <laughs> I mean, I like he is, he, he is in Japan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's turning in, slowly turning into an anime character. He, he would uh, work as an anime character. Of all the guys, he would work pretty well as an anime he would. character. He yeah. would. We could have like a red pill Japanese anime. I don't know. It'd just be a bunch of guys yelling on the internet, and then maybe we get together. And I, I don't no, know if it'd be a plot, really. Try to think of all the anime characters, of which knowledge is not universal, because there's so many. Like, we all know Cowboy Bebop, right? If I said Spike Spiegel, that'd probably be the most identifiable anime character outside of Japan, correct? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right. But there's so many, like, people keep at you. Well, you like that Clash on Titans, right? Attack on Titans. Yeah. Attack on Titan. Yeah. I, I was like, eh. 
it's all right. And then there's some people that are like One Piece Pirate. They're all like, oh, yeah, you got or Dragon Ball Z. That's very huge. Goku, I guess, would maybe be the more. Yeah, I mean, I like Dragon Ball, mostly because I grew up with it. Like, when you mm. look back and you, you're going to nitpick about the story, you're like, oh, that really didn't make sense. Oh, like, there was a story? Well, they, they tried. It just looked it, cool. Right. And all it was like, I will kick your ass. No, haha, I will kick your ass. Haha, little do you know that you're not going to kick my ass because I'm going to kick your ass. Ha, huh, you think you're going to kick my ass. But Because I, I, I think I tried to watch like two episodes. I'm like, this is horrible. And I was young too. I think I was like 23, 24. I'm like, this sucks. And One Piece Pirate was the same way. Just that, 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 that. And I'm like, look, kick, just fight or something or move the plot along. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, how come you go like a Dragon Ball Z? I'm like, how do you have that? You know what it is, Dragon Ball Z and One Piece Pirate, and Lord knows however many other Japanese anime. It's They're soap both- operas. Yeah, it's soap operas for young men. That's what it is. Mm. Yeah. It, it, it's like, <clears throat> what if you were to condense all the Dragon Ball Z fights just like to the key elements? Like, this guy fought this guy, and this is why he fought him. Like, what would it be, a 20-episode a, a thing no they actually did that they made they a did uh, win. yeah they made an uh they made a um without the filler version and that's about instead of 370 episodes i think it's about what 70 no 180 i believe something all right like so that. they got they got rid of half yeah something like that i mean somebody half. in the chat will correct me but they cut out a lot well, yeah, because it's just them talking smack to each other. So that'd be like Lord of the Rings going from, what, four hours down to two. Oh, wow. That would be a shame. Well, it, but that's because you'd be cutting into me. But I just want to point out, half of it was, half of your lives watching Dragon Ball Z, guys, was wasted, okay? Wasted. Was Hang all on, we so, had back then. Hang on, let me, know. you had, how many episodes, 300-something? Yeah, like the the original run, I believe, was 370. Let me look that up real quick. All right, let me do. All right, so let's do 370. Were these half an hour episodes? 20 minutes, I believe. 20 minutes? All right, with or without commercials. They had commercials, right? Yeah, later on. Okay, so that's 291. All right, 291 Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I'm going to say you wasted 15 minutes on commercials and I will kick your ass. No, I will kick your ass. So that's 4,365. That's, uh, oh, hang on, clear. 4,365. I can already tell you that's two and change. 2.3 years <coughs> working full-time divided by 40. Oh, and Dragable Z Kai went down to 167. So, damn. Hang on, let me do the number on that again. 291 times 15 minutes. Oh, maybe I did the wrong. Okay, that's how many minutes. Now I got to divide by 60. All right, there we go. That's uh, two and a half work weeks. You could have taught yourself how to program something by that time. (laughs) Just pointing that out. I was off by one calculation. Uh, Troy uh, Costalecki for two bucks. Thank you, Troy. And then Adriano Ramos for two Australian dollars. Miss the Argentinian beef restaurants in Amsterdam. Were those big in Amsterdam? I don't know. I don't live in Amsterdam, people. I hate them. <clears throat> That's uh, Amsterdam is part of California. But is Amsterdam part of the Netherlands? Yes. It's a city. Okay, so it is the city. All right. Capital. Uh, 
It's the capital. All right. But you don't go there. No. Okay. All right. Well, it's three hours away from here, and I like to keep it that way. Is that because the roads all go like this in Europe and never go straight like they do yeah. in America? <laughs> Where they speak American. American. Damn it. Well, I always listen to Piggott. Piggott's like, oh, yeah, mate's going to go drive down to Italy and hang out with people down there. And I always think like, okay, so I could do that in about, you know, easily a day. But the roads are all – and he's going over a mountain range. I'll grant you that. It takes him something like seven and a half hours. And I just like how – like Germany's not that big. It shouldn't take you seven days, but it does. You know, and he, he, of course, he drives like a grandma. But you know, <laughs> uh, what else we got? One final thing for me to yell at, and we'll get out of here. From the BBC, new college opening with degrees with no subjects. What? <laughs> we can just leave it at that. We don't have to go. <laughs> what? That doesn't make uh, sense. I, I, I just. But Jack, what is the point? 80% of women major in stupid shit. 70% of people overall major in stupid shit. Why? What is the number one? Let me let me see if I can get this right. Let's test your economics. What is the economic nature of college? To provide wisdom and value in the world. Okay. That is its stated. What is its effective economic nature? What type of product is it? <clears throat> Knowledge. Really? Sociology degree? Knowledge? Oh, you mean like that. I want to know what the real like, – I mean, if you go and major in STEM or accounting or something, fine. Knowledge, wisdom, skill training, all right? It's, that's an investment. What is the economic nature of college for most people? A absolute waste. It, well, I'm, that's why I want a very key specific economic turn. There's an investment. That's what college was ostensibly supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It is not in, in 70% of the cases. For the 70% of people who go to college, what is the economic nature of college? It's not an investment. I don't know the term. What's the opposite of investment? Well, pissing away money is what it is. But it is a luxury good. It is a consumable. Mm. It does not provide a rate of return. And when you understand that most kids go to school today as an experience and not an investment, it makes sense. And it is the richest, most expensive luxury good where you are lied to and pampered and told to believe that you're intelligent. You're like, you know, they're 21 year old girls that you keep running into and they're going to solve world peace. <clears throat> that it, it's, it's, it's almost like getting paid to be plugged into the matrix to make you think you're intelligent and you're going to matter in life and that you're going to go on and do great things. It's really living a lie. It's almost like Western world or West world. Um, yeah, I've never seen that show. Apparently, it sucks after season two because well, then, it, then it gets SJW. It's like, well, there's a movie. The concept is you're paid, you're paying a lot of money to live out your fantasies, and that is exactly what college is. You are paying your snobby little ass. You're paying out of the ass for your snobby little ass to go and imagine you're an intellectual, or you matter, or you're going to change the world, or you're going to be successful in life. <sighs> yeah, I would almost say it's cultish and spiritual. To a certain extent. <clears throat> and so this makes perfect sense now where it's like, well, we're not training you to become something important. You're not going to have a job at the end of this. We've been lowering grading standards for the past 40 years. So doesn't this just make sense? Actually, it's, it does. Right. 
It's like, hey, it's the college experience with no pretense of studying or all that annoying attending school or anything or like thinking. I know. I mean, it, it's <laughs> at least they're like, it's so weird. And I know we shouldn't be talking about the election, things like that, but it, it really has come down to we're not hiding it anymore. You can't trust us. We're fraudulent and we only care about your money. And people are still like, well, they seem like trustworthy people. Let's give them more money. It's like, okay. You can go up. Here's how delusional the kids are. They're K through high school, kindergarten through high school, right? They're stuck in a prison. They're brainwashed. They got nothing else to do. We lie to them and tell them that their politics is all that matters. And we lie to them and say, you have to go to college. Right? And we really keep them oppressed, I think, in K through 12 uh, schools. And it really is like a prison. So when they get out, the only thing left is like is college. And their brains are so conditioned and programmed to think like this is the end all be. Because I don't know about you, but when I was younger, I thought college was going to be like, finally, I get to get out. And this is where all the great shit's going to happen. Mate, same here. I mm -hmm. struggled a lot to finally get into college because they put me into the lower education and I had to uh, work my way up. And I finally got to college. Finally, I'm now an intellectual. And I found out I'd outread them all. Right. And I knew more about rhetorics and debate techniques and you name it, that the majority of them, even the professors who blatantly told me, because I feel something, it makes it a fact for me. That was the moment I knew I had to quit. Right. Like, and I think <clears throat> if I look back at it in hindsight, what I showed it really is more like a club med or a luxury spa and resort. Cause if I look back at it, you could almost see it at the coffee stores where here were these kids who thought themselves so intellectual drinking their espresso, which I think I'm going to get some by the way today after this. And I always envied them because well, one they're indoors where it was warm while I'm patrolling. Uh, and they just had like some of the comfiest clothes and they just sat there and they had these books these thick ass books where they're just reading, like they're reading literature, reading history, and just taking it like, oh, how, oh, I'm gonna pen an idea down. And I was like, how the fuck does that translate into something that's gonna help people work? And what I I should have realized it then, it was a it was a resort for them. It was a a, a quasi retreat um, cruise, but with the facade of and and mom and dad and the taxpayer pay for things, and they got to say. And I remember some of these girls, they were so, especially the the guys, not so much because most of the guys I hung out were like engineers or accountant majors or something like that. But this like superior knowledge or philosophy they had where they're like, oh, I understand why you would think that way. Or I understand why you would go to that club. Not, I'm not, not even, not in a condescending way, not, not malicious or conscious, but just this, like, I remember there was this one time I like going to this place called first Avenue and there was mosh and it had me like, I could see where you go to that club. And it was like, really? Why? Well, it's just, you know, you're the type that would mosh and da, 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 you know, you really should go to this coffee place where they have poetry slams, you know, that just that, like you knew better. Do you know the type of people who go to poetry slams? Do you know something about them? There's an interesting study they did on people that either participate or attend poetry slams. Do you know about what, what ends up happening to them? They end up worthless and in depth and unhappy. And They're parasites and drugged out and they were wrong. They were wrong the entire time. Feels and good. Doesn't it? 
It does. And so this is this fake environment. This is like this right before sun collapses, it goes supernova. It's the biggest price. That's it. And then these pretty much worthless people collapse on themselves and become, I don't know, a neutron star or a dwarf or whatever, whatever remains of the remnants of an exploded sun. Uh, But you don't see it while you're in it. All you can see is like, this is what I, and so here, I mean, we could read through it, but I think the title uh, the London Inter- Interdisciplinary School is opening in Whitechapel, East London. It is claimed as the first institution since the 1960s, because that was a great decade. To start from scratch with full UK degree awarding powers, the private college would be partly owned by the UK government. Does that make it private, Jack? No. I'll make it private. Which is part funding the project. Students will take all the combined arts and science course aimed at teaching problem-solving skills. <laughs> Oh, don't you just hate that? Like, I did HR. I'm good at communicating. So you can open your mouth and make noise. Good. God. Critical thinking courses. You mean just thinking? (laughs) Six-month course on how to think. But ask these people what an appeal to emotion is or an appeal to documents. They wouldn't know. Right. As an economist, I just, I'm like, well, the numbers say this, now fuck off, you know, and, and apparently that's wrong in college, you know, apparently the scientific method doesn't matter. Uh, intake, not by A levels, rather than offering conventional degree subjects such as history or physics, there will be single, a single three-year degree course focusing on global issues such as climate change with the aim of cutting across disciplines. Do you understand how this is just a luxury good for the faux uh, intellectuals of society, like the spoiled little rotten kids who think they're going to, you know, they, they're going to go there. It's kind of like adult daycare for people who want to imagine they're smart. Yeah. Uh, like, think, was uh, it you who made that argument that high school never ends? No, that wasn't me. I, I mean, I said college is high school version 2.0. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, that's kind of what I meant. Like, after high school, every school or whatever institution you go to is practically the same yeah yeah and now it's and and here it's this is really just daycare and if you look at this picture like there's i guess a professor and she looks like she's literally working with mentally retarded children because the guy you you just just look at this i'll put it in the chat room here hang on because you you just got to see it Mm. it um uh a firstly, new provider for a generation that will be able to issue its own degrees from the onset. Uh, 100 students will pay 9,000 pounds a year. This is expected to be formally announced later this week. Other institutions have gained degree awarding powers after a number of years and transitions in status. For instance, Dyson Institute set up in 2017 will get degree awarding powers for next year. Ed Fido, one of the founders, says the idea of the new institution is to provide something different rather than replicate the traditional model of university education. It has to be genuinely different or otherwise, what's the point, says Mr. Fido, who previously helped set up the School of 21 Free School in East London. There'd be no specific A-level requirements. Instead, da, 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 da. I'm just trying to, and it's owned partly by the government. I, <clears throat> give us your money. Give us the taxpayer money. Help enrich Worthless professors. That's all this is. Just a. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the University of Texas A and M? They officially started awarding uh, degrees, or uh, how can I? They started accepting actually mentally retarded people. 
I heard about for that. For a college degree, I think, in mental uh, – tailored towards people with mental retardation. You know what they have in the Netherlands for the actual mentally incapable, and I'm saying it nicely. They got the prostitute per month, right? Well, not only that, but they actually try to educate them in jobs, as in waitresses and things like that, mm. like in the service industry. Right. They help them with that. We've got um, – it's a horrible name, but we've got brownies with downies. What? <laughs> or the other way around, downies with brownies. It's a brownie coffee shop with okay. um, where most of the staff is mentally – well, retarded. Right. But, and then they, they make brownies and coffee and yeah, pastries and things. Okay, yeah, that's good. They yeah, actually right. make them valuable members of society right. instead right. of giving them a college degree and putting <laughs> them in debt. We're the cool have, ones. They're not going to have them sitting up there with Gore Vidal and Noam Chomsky talking philosophy, really? No. <laughs> no, you're the heartless people over there. At least we give them jobs. I, I just – and this is no different. This is, hey, we could get some government money. Hey, we could get 9,000 pounds a year out of these schmucks, and we're not going to have any standards. So come here and make believe you're an intellectual. I guess it's like the intellectual zoo or the I, – I don't know what it is. It's, it's kind of like you got to look at the these idiots. Like you almost want to put a glass around this university and like, here we have some humans who think they're smart. Like the talk about the Dunning-Kruger effect. This is it. This is the school for the Dunning-Kruger effect, kids. Well, they are mentally incapable, so. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it, it's true. It's true. I put, a, I put a link to the brownies and downies <laughs> thing in the chat, by the way. Okay, well, look cool. at that. It's no, all judged, but. Do you know uh, uh, Penn and Teller? Yeah. Penn Gillette. Okay, so Penn Gillette, I don't know about Teller, but Penn Gillette, uh, <clears throat> he has his, his designated charity. And what it does is it trains people who are mentally impaired to get real functional jobs. I mean, now they're not going to be mechanics or anything like that, but it's very hard for them, you know, because what you and I take for granted, like, oh yeah, I could just change the oil. You know, uh, someone with mental retardation cannot just do that. <clears throat> so they, they do training and they actually help these people like, okay, here's some life skills. Here's how you make some food safety. And it, that's actually practical. These colleges and schools, it's like, we're going to tell you you can operate at this level when you are too stupid. You can't operate at this level where at least where these nonprofits do actually help out those with mentally, uh, mental retardation. Hmm. It's just evil, I guess. I mean, what is evil? Yeah. I mean, you want a good definition of evil. That's pretty much it. It is evil. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to steal from the taxpayer and then charge these kids 9,000 pounds for them to imagine they're smarter than they really. But again, I've said that about, 70% 70% of college students, it's, that's what you're doing. You're going to college to make believe you're smart. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the amount of times I talk with these girls and guys, and it's like, well, at least I live on my own at a dorm. You take out a loan to be able to pay a crappy small room you have to share with three other people, mm-hmm. and you want to call yourself independent. Everything is bought and paid for by the state. You're not, you're not independent. You're, well, you're a parasite. You're don't, don't if I know, what happens when you tell man. them that, Jack? What's the result? <laughs> I mean, I can bang my head against the wall. That would make more sense. You got to say it like you're smoking a cigarette, and you just don't give a shit. Okay, like Spike like Spiegel. Say, <laughs> like Spike Spiegel. Well, you're just a parasite, then I guess, living off the taxpayer. 
you know, you know, it's like you do know it's like, well, you're just a parasite living off the taxpayer and not the two finger to the, the like, do you see the movie Cowboy Bebop the movie? I did. I love a woman who can kick my ass. Yeah. But then at the end where he's him and Vince are going at it, he just takes a drag off the cigarette. It's all bent and he just flicks it at him and he gets up like that's so badass. So badass. It's just a uh, small you, thing. See, but they took the time to do that. And there was no dragged out dialogue. Like it went, it went, it went, it went, it went. It was just, just brilliant. Just brilliant. I know. Try to get my mom to watch Cowboy Bebop. Do you know what it's like trying to get a boomer to watch Cowboy Bebop? You know what it's like to get a boomer to watch anything or read? <laughs> Let them try them to, to read. By God. Oh, wait. There's one oh. more super chat above that one. What we got? About oh, there is. Six. Oh. Judd Grover for two bucks. Facts and feelings are like oil and water. They don't mix. Yep. I do like pointing out things. See, you know why they get upset, though, Jack? Because we think we can help. No, no, no. Why they get upset. Not well, us. Why they? Why, because they point know. out a fact. They know. They know. That's what, and just, Deep down I like inside. To, I like to take the mirror like, look at yourself. All right. I know you're upset. I know. Re. Re. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Young Sykes. Yeah, Cappy, Cappy, they got me with that lie, lie too. I presume he means college. Oh, wait. Hang on. Um, Juan, <clears throat> the Aztec patriarch. When I first went to my local community college, I was shocked at the level er- at the level of arrogance the students had. They all felt superior because they were intellectual. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> I ask, caught at the sh- yeah. I mean, Go when ahead. you ask a couple of these guys, like, "What did you read?" and things like that, all fantasy novels, mm-hmm. all thriller novels. It's like uh, any philosophy, maybe any actual literature, maybe no, just these cheapskate fantasy novels. And thrillers. Not Dostoevsky. No, no. Although Demons is not that, not that great to read, in all honesty. But you have only read like two books or something like that. One. I've only read five books or set, maybe ten books. You still like, remember might... which ones? I read The High King Pentology by Lloyd Alexander, like The mm-hmm. Black Cauldron, The High King. I read The Black Snake, which was a 65-page book, probably written for fourth grade level <laughs> about a black snake and how he how he was born and what he ate. It was an educational book about the black snake. Um, I read these pretty bad series called like 1992, 1993, 1994, 1995, <clears throat> about kids in high school fighting a revolution. It was dumb. <sighs> No, I think that's about. I mean, really, I don't think I've read. I'm sure maybe I got a book or two in there. Way also, of Men, pushing rubber downhill. That's work. That's work. I, I'm talking all. <laughs> no, I'm count. being serious. That doesn't count. Like, I mean, yeah, I've read probably hundreds of books because I had to read economics books and finance books and college books and high school books. But for fun, fun reading, I've probably read less than a dozen books. Um, and but usually, you know, it's usually because I'm doing a review or doing something else. And I rare if I ever do read a book, it's going to be it has to be taken in audiobook. I'm not going to sit down and waste my time in a chair reading. I do enough of that writing. Writing you can't do while you're running. You have to you have to prison you have to imprison yourself into a chair and do nothing else. 
And that really goes against my my nature and my personality. So even um, though like can't you make up the mental hurdle like me sitting here creates wealth? Yes, I, I know why, and that's why I bang it out. That doesn't make it Look, I'd rather be doing a billion other things than sitting there trying to choose what word do I want to use. Is it going to be an adjective or an adverb? Does this read right? The constant polishing. It's a pain in the ass. It's mm. one of the most unenjoyable things, I think, in my life. Um, whereas podcasting is easy. I don't have to choose my words all precise. It's not this finalized product. Like, it's serving slop up to you, you animals. Like, hey, you damn food, you <laughs> dirty, filthy animals. <laughs> Whereas a book, you know, he got to like, okay, uh, that was really well written. That, uh, and this is why I kind of like my seminars even more uh, hmm. because with that minimalism course, uh, it took me two weeks to put that together. Which you say that's a lot of time. It is, but do you know what it takes to write a book on minimalism? When you're doing a seminar, you're allowed to have an and or a huh or hmm or ho. Oh, you're speaking. You're allowed mm -hmm. to speak, which is way more efficient than perfectly crafting the the perfectly written sentence and so i uh it's that level to detail that i hate uh, i can imagine but yeah. i mean you even got sharply dressed for that seminar i put on i comb my hair jack i yeah. even put on a button-up shirt that was the only one you have <laughs> 20 years ago uh anyway to uh, talk to what juan's point was uh when i taught college at the uh two-year crap community college um it was amazing to me like i knew they weren't the smartest or the brightest because that's why they're in the, kind of this remedial college but they were all so convinced they were so intelligent and all these people managed to do keep in mind this is 18 years ago these people were paying thirty-seven thousand dollars a year to go to these shit-ass colleges they got degrees that were not credentialed not certified or credited. And most of them just ended up going back to the trailer park that they came from. And, and I, at first I was very angry with these kids because they were just the most disrespectful, worthless pieces of shit. But then it dawned on me, they're 70 grand in debt and they actually think they're gonna, <laughs> and they're not, they're not any more capable than, than being a waiter or a waitress and they're not capable of a good waiter or waitress, which requires humility and professionalism where you could actually make some good money. They're arrogant, self-absorbed assholes. And I, I really wish I could find, I don't think there was ever a yearbook or anything like that, but I, I really wish I could find some of these people on the internet and see what happened to them. Oh, that would be nice. Because they, oh, it'd be great. Just great to see these worthless pieces of shit. I'm, I'm sure I'm paying for them. Uh, I mean, I envy my brother sometimes because he, he kept mentioning to me, like, quit studying, get a job. But the way he put it, and he was a bit physical sometimes, where it was like, I'm not listening to you. But he, as soon as he got I, – I remember this so well. He finished high school, and we have um, this thing in the Netherlands where you're being forced to go to a school at least till you're, till you're 18. So he finished high school at about what? Because the lower level of education, you finish around 16, 17. So he had two to one more year to go, one to two more years to go. He picked the easiest thing right up his alley. He raced through it, got his big driver's license, like his truck license. Yeah. He went on doing that. When he's 30, he's on his second mortgage because he paid the first one off. 
demolished the house and building a new one. Like, I some I don't I don't talk to him a lot, but when I when he told me that, I was like, by God, mate, you were right. You should have hit me harder. Yeah, I should have listened more. I'll give you a little inside baseball. So Elkham's. One of the reasons, not the only one, but one of the reasons I went from zero to pissed off before I even got out of bed <laughs> is nothing to do with chat. Had nothing to do with chat. But uh, a gal that he met on the internet sent in this uh, text to him that she found him on on one of my shows. And she was offended. And how dare he sing the song Girl from Impanema because of the Brazilian descent that she is. You can't end it with the song with the word booty. <laughs> and I'm reading and she's like, why? Well, I, I agree with your right to do it, but it's your tone that you say it in. And I got the reason I got pissed is because, bitch, here's the fucking truth. And you bitch about the goddamn tone. You know, it's like, here's the here's the vaccine for the COVID. Oh, but I don't like the color of the needle. The, the, the people in the Western society are so spoiled that you bitch about the tone. And I just like, oh, <laughs> where's Muhammad? Where's Ahmed? <laughs> God damn, not, not going to bow east five times a day, but I might might salute east. You know, just like, how you doing, guys? Like, <laughs> huh, 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 huh. maybe, maybe I won't pilgrimage to Mecca, but maybe I'll take a look and wave. You know, just kind of, if I got to choose, if I got to choose between a guy's like, I hate your guts because you're an infidel and we're going to kill you versus... <laughs> I don't like the tone and, you know, I'm really offended. And I'm like, you know what? Let's go have a beer or maybe tea. Uh, some Muslims don't drink alcohol. I'm going to buy the Muslim who comes up to my face and says, I don't like you. I want to kill you because it's in, in my book. Okay, you're honest. But this slimy, slithery, backstabby, two-faced right, yeah. kuanta, ha, ha. You know, the tone. <clears throat> this long, fucking Texas long. I'm like. Oh. I know, I know. I mean, Muslim oh. Twitter is going to have a field day with this. There's, um, like, you have Abu American. Uh, uh, Abu American. Well, Abu American, okay, look, there are uh, He's great. conservative. He's great. Yeah, there, there are non-radical Muslims. That, you know, they, know. Yeah, Abu American. And there's, uh, they did a documentary of um, <clears throat> Islamic uh, U.S. soldiers. Like, no, I'm fighting in this war to free my country, man. Hey. You know, so it, it runs the gambit. But that's what I meant because uh, there's another one, Father Father Sak of uh, Ska. I can't remember the exact name, but they okay. keep telling me, "Come over to our side, Jack. You know yeah, it's, it's the future." It's like it's like <clears throat> your women don't have lip, do they? It's kind of like <laughs> oh no, you saw my show with Abu American. That no, was... send it over to me. I'll download and listen to it. Oh, that one was pretty neat. Okay, yeah. Well, I'll find. Yeah. Is it like Red Evening, Abu American? Can I? Find yeah, it? I think it's number sixty-five. Right, I'll, or find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. But it just—I'm looking at that in this this slithering little fork-tongued woman, just like oh, I'm just innocent. So we, you know, like, oh, shut up and get out of here. Just the 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 the, the um, lying to my face. The two faced just. Piss me to fuck off, and she wasn't even lying to my face. I but know. Uh, yeah, that that uh, 
Yeah, Satan it doesn't corporate. matter. It doesn't matter what the tone is. It's like, here's the truth. Do you want it or not? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it's the same in corporate. I even told my boss that, by the way, which was yeah. funny because, well, him and I him and I see eye to eye, which is pretty great. He's far more conservative than I thought. Right, right. So back, as soon as I found that out, I could slit in my opinion a bit more. I, I, don't, but, I don't want opinion at the work. That's what I was like. No, 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 no. But what was it again? They wanted me to come back to work because they, they, they saw an email I didn't do well or something like that. And I was like, really? You can't do this digitally? Like, really? I have to go back for that. But later on, of course, he was there as well, which was fun because I always liked seeing him. But I told him, like, I would rather have you tell me, come back because I want to, than, well, maybe it would be better if you come back because of the blah, 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 blah. Because in the first option, it's like, well, you're my boss. I listen. Fine. Good. We see eye to eye. But the other one is like, what do I have to do with this? There's, I'm writing the assumptions I already wrote that the part of uh, analyzing the ROI of the pursuit of women. And one of the disclaimers of the assumption I put is this is written and intended for a male audience. And in being so is blunt, direct, and does not waste time beating around the bush. If this causes umbrage or offense, it was not meant to, but it, keep in mind, we do not have the time to beat around the bush. It is right there. We do not have the time to be or to have anything lost in misinterpretation. And it's just like, I just do not have the time for this Orwellian psychopathic uh, backstabby speech these hypocrites have. I just, I just do not have it. I said it's uh, a Dan- once. No, go ahead. I'll just go go through the super chat. Daniel Patton, uh, five Mexican pesos, 50, 50 pesos. I think it's four or five bucks. Uh, what's the best choice between living in Mexico, Canada, or Spain for the next years? Um, I am not a fan of Canada. It's cold. Um, and so, and, and we had a- academic composition. Alexi lived in Mexico and I think he went to Spain and, uh, I would go Spain climate climate's kind of not as hot as Mexico, but it's nice. Very nice. More stable, nowhere near the crime as Mexico. Uh, Mexico. I'd choose last unless you got family or connections there. Canada would be second, but I'd live in the British Columbia area, Vancouver, somewhere it's not so horrifically cold. Um, summer is great in British Columbia and Alberta. That's wonderful. <clears throat> but I'd, I'd go with Spain. I don't know. Check all three of them out, Daniel. Tell us what you find out. We'd, I'd like to know, too. Yeah. Uh, boom, that's it. Um, I'm out of here. Thanks for coming on shortly, Jack. Well, thanks, thanks for having me on. Thank you for being more masculine than the masculine geeks and all the other people. What do you mean in 30 minutes? I got to get a little schedule and put it in. I was sick at home anyway. Good, good. Boomer so. priests at my door. Like, right. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that um, that you're not going to live that long with the Wuhan yeah. flu you got there, man. I mean, it's it's been great knowing you. Keep that audio recording. It's going to be worth something one day. It's like some yeah. my channel will explode after my yes, death. Yes, after he dies, right? Because you're like, what, five minutes away from death, right? Yeah, four by then, four. <laughs> Tell it's like Dragon Ball Z, five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Tell people where they can find you. Jack Napier, Red Evening on YouTube. That's it? Yeah. You got a podcast? Yeah. Oh, With wow. Rab. Rab. Let me tell you something, Jack. I love listening again. Let me tell you something, Jack. 
fucking love Ron. I just loved how how him and I interacted. Like the first episode was like because Red Evening started with me solo, mm-hmm. and then him and I did a book review, and I was like, well, I'm starting the podcast on Friday. Want to come on? And he never left. <laughs> Rob's awesome. Rob's hey, Rob's cool. He's reliable, man. He he does this stuff. Rob is a very good guy. All right, take us out. Toodles. <laughs>